The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Boom. Good afternoon, Patriots. And welcome back to another episode of Occam's Razor. June 21st, 2022. I hope you guys are having a lovely day. Myself and Thomas are ready to bring you the latest and the greatest in today's breaking news and some hot topics from yesterday as well. I've got a crazy theory I want to talk to you guys about. We're also going to be discussing, of course, the continued Great Awakening. America waking up to the scam that the Democrats have perpetrated upon this country. Do me a favor. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to share. Hit that plus sign. Hit a heart. Hit a red pill. All of it. Also, help us out. Put this show on your favorite social media platform. Share our truth. Share our gab. Share our, what is it, just a post on Getter? Something like that? I don't know. Either way, doesn't matter where you are. Also, today at uh, 2.10, I'm going to be on Man in America. My face, I think it's going to be on on YouTube. I don't know. Uh, But then after that, of course, uh, I'll be on the special platform for Edge of Wonder. Sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this. You know, if there's one thing that I've learned in crypto, it's that in every dip, there's an opportunity. There have been hundreds of so-called experts predicting that Bitcoin was going to go down to 10,000. And you know what it did? It went back up to 31,000 again. What this proves to me is that no one knows what they're talking about. But my digital money is here to give you the facts about the cryptocurrency market. And the fact is, as I said, every dip is an opportunity for gains. Billionaires celebrate dips. And the reason is because that's when they go on a buying spree. When Bitcoin dipped down to 29,000, it was institutional investors and billionaires that went in. And that's why there are billionaires, because they know when to buy. Cryptocurrency's volatility is as great as its potential. And you can get involved right now by going to MyDigitalMoney.com. When you're ready to invest in cryptocurrency, My Digital Money is going to be right there, whether you want to open in crypto IRA or just trade in cash. My Digital Money is a U.S.-based cryptocurrency company that will answer your call when you ring them. Whether it's a forgotten password or questions about coins that are available, they're there to help you. And they're not going to force you to listen to a 10-minute automated message. Call them and they'll answer. My Digital Money will be there every step of the way through the ups and downs, and every dip is an opportunity for gains. MyDigitalMoney.com will always be there. Once again, that's MyDigitalMoney.com. Try them out. Give them a call at 833-636-2008 or visit them at MyDigitalMoney.com. You can get to the link in the description below. Once again, that's 833-636-2008 or visit MyDigitalMoney.com. And remember, when you support my sponsors... 
you support this channel. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much, friends, neighbors, countrymen, all of you for being here. And please join me in welcoming my co-host, my confidant, my good friend from True Reporting, Mr. Thomas Ulmer. Thomas, how are you today, buddy? I'm doing good, Zach. I hope everyone out there is doing great on this fabulous Tuesday. Uh, it's it's hot. We're in South Carolina. I'm in down in South Carolina. It's smoking hot. Record high temperatures. Uh, this is what temperatures. <laughs> temperatures. <laughs> what what high. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. It's, I'm doing fine, man. I hope everyone out there is doing good. I hope you're doing well. It's good to be back on this Tuesday. Um, yeah, I can't wait, man. I, interesting good. topic today, by the way. It, very interesting topic. But okay, so let's jump right into it. You, I saw people uh, uh, commenting on the uh, thumbnail. Uh, Pope Francis. Maybe the Black Pope. I've seen a lot of people refer to him as the Black Pope. And you might be saying, Zach, I'm not a Catholic. Why does it matter if uh, Pope Francis is there or not? I'm going to tell you why it matters. Let us begin with my good friend, BioClandestine's Substack. He was on the show yesterday. We had a uh, great conversation about the latest evidence coming out of the uh, Russian Ministry of Defense, or whatever they're called, but that's basically what they do, uh, talking about the U.S.-led and funded biological weapons facilities in Ukraine. I call them biolabs for short, uh, because especially when you're on Truth Social, if you're doing a title on a video... Biological weapons facilities tends to eat up the character limit that you have. Everybody understands what a biolab is. So Putin gave this speech last week, and I thought it was uh, striking. Uh, Essentially, as clandestine says here, Putin declares war on the New World Order. Now, this is not the first time Putin has made mention publicly of, um, you know, going up against that established world order. And make no mistake, the deep state cabal that has been controlling the United States for a very long time is at the tip of that spear. Yes, of course, we have individuals and organizations throughout the world. They have their part to play. They have a large part to play. But the United States has under the guise of spreading democracy, quote, quote, uh, or uh, spreading, I don't know, cultural uh, awareness and and now critical race theory and uh, tolerance and LGBTQIA plus, um, you know, and all of them, all, all that stuff, spreading all that stuff around the world. Putin really broke it down. So he said the era of the unipolar world order is over. What does that sound like? That sounds like a one- world government, new world order, the Illuminati. And speaking of the Illuminati, Fritz Springmeier, the author of Bloodlines of the Illuminati, is going to be on the show here in a couple of weeks on the 15th. So stick around for that. That's going to be great. He said, I want to start with this. There is no escape. It is over despite all attempts to preserve it, preserve it for any medium. Clearly, in my opinion, we've talked about this, Thomas, a number of times before, the incursion into Ukraine, it's a special operation, it's not a war. Freight Awakening says, hey, Zach, good to see you back, Thomas. Guessing you stopped eating that gas station sushi (laughs) because you were sick last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It it was pork tenderloin. Pork tenderloin. Yeah, you don't want to do that. And I don't eat gas station food. It's just a, a rule. Well, it wasn't um, gas station food. It was a it was a meal I had. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, pork so okay. So it sounds to me, and clandestine agrees. Sounds like Putin is putting the new world order, the one world government, on uh, on notice. And he also says it kind of sounds like he's saying nothing can stop what is coming. This is inevitable. Uh, there is so much 
in terms of the deep state operation that was present in Ukraine. And it's being surgically decapitated right now, Thomas. He's done a great job of that. And uh, despite the best efforts of the Ukrainian military and billions of dollars from the United States government, it sure looks like Russia is winning. He makes mention of the United States posturing after the Cold War. He said that they consider themselves the messengers of Lord on Earth who have no obligations, only interests. And these interests are declared sacred. Quite often throughout the years, the United States has gotten involved in a number of different countries, and it's not to the, the, the betterment of that country, Thomas. It is for the interests of the United States, and we have used these countries. We have plundered them. He says that we have treated these countries like colonies. He says that we, the United States, are captives of our own delusions about countries outside of the so-called golden billion, that golden billion being uh, essentially any country that is underneath that umbrella of the New World Order. Putin and Russia, uh, a number of other nations, they are outside. They want to have their own government. They want to have their own society. They want to maintain their culture while the cabal that has been running the United States wants to come in and cut all that out. He says that the elites of America consider themselves to be exceptional and thereby every other person of these countries that we've subjugated are, by definition, second-class people. He says, therefore, an irrepressible desire to punish, financially crush those who stand out from the general ranks, they do not want to blindly obey. That would totally be Russia. Furthermore, they rudely and shamelessly impose their own ethics, views on culture and ideas on history and sometimes question the sovereignty and integrity of states. And then he points out specifically the fates of Yugoslavia, Syria, Libya, and Iraq. And he's absolutely right. To me, it looks like Putin is taking on the New World Order, that this uh, operation inside Ukraine was designed specifically to decapitate the interests of the global cabal within that nation and to set them free at the end of the day. And I think that Putin... I said this on Truth Social last night. In order to, to truly understand uh, what Russia is doing inside Ukraine, you need to hear this speech. You need to see this. At the very least, you need to subscribe to clandestine Substack and, uh, and, and, and read his commentary. Thomas, what do you think about this? Well, the more I hear about this Putin guy, the more I like him. And I think that goes along with all of us. Yes, I think yes. we're all kind of I think we're all on that same page. I feel like the majority of people that are in this movement have that sixth sense where we where we can see through the veil a little bit. And we, the the relationship between him and Trump, what it seemed genuine to us. You had two guys that I believe are trying to take down the yeah. evil that is surrounding not just in the United States, not in Russia, but entire the entire grasp of the deep state. And, and why all the time, you know, this whole time that we found out about uh, biolabs, that was fake news, fake news, and it came out to be true. Nazis, 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 that came out to be true. Uh, the, there's a reason that this cabal and the arm of the deep state continues to hammer Putin, not because he's part with them, because they don't like him, because he's against them. Um, that's that's the whole scope of the thing. But, um, yeah, I truly believe that he is going He's going out for blood for these guys. He's cutting the fat. He and, is. Uh, and, and I think it's very obvious to a lot of us, especially those of us who can see through that veil a bit. I, I absolutely agree with you. You know, he's he's really got some harsh words for the United States. And in the same way that we have harsh words for the government of China, OK, he is talking about the criminal 
global international network that is running our government. He's not talking about the people of the United States. I, too, see Vladimir Putin as an ally of the United States, as an ally to the American people. In the absence of Donald Trump, one of the greatest allies we have on the face of this planet. Now, considering this international skirmish that's taking place between Vladimir Putin and the New World Order with uh, Ukraine as a proxy, I want to segue into the rumors that Pope Francis may resign. Now, again, you may say, Zach, I'm not Catholic. I don't care about Pope Francis. Well, there are some interesting things going on here, considering the timing. Pope Francis has been called or been speculated to be the black pope in the past. And the black pope, uh, in terms of the fact that he's dark and he's evil. You know, I use that image of him with a black eye for a reason. He's clearly part of this global international criminal cabal. However, there is somebody else who is perhaps thought to be uh, the black pope as well. And that would be this guy right here, who is the current head of the Jesuits, the Jesuit superior general. Now, his name is Father Arturo Sosa Abascal. Uh, he's currently the superior general of the Society of Jesuits. Obviously, you've all heard of the Jesuits before. We know that the Jesuits are some evil bastards. Uh, people have have been, uh, they've had their, their entire character called into question just because they went to a school where Jesuits taught. President Trump went to a college, Fordham, for one year and then left and went, uh, I believe, was it Penn State? I, I, I'm sorry, I, I can't remember where he graduated from, but he went to Fordham for one year. That I guess that's a Jesuit school. That's where Anthony Fauci went. Some of the most evil people in the world are associated with the Jesuits. Now, Father Sosa is upset because he says that there is a plan to oust uh, the current pope, who would be uh, Pope Francis. And let's think about what Pope Francis has done as the head of the Catholic Church. He has pushed them into a much more liberal position. You know, he kind of espouses communist ideals. He's talking about taxing the rich. Uh, Pope Francis, I would have to say, has not been good for the Catholic Church. Now, if there is an organized effort to get Pope Francis to retire, I don't think that it, excuse me, I don't think it would be a bad thing. Because I think that Pope Francis has taken the church in, in the wrong direction. Now, there are rumors that Pope Francis may be set to retire. Yesterday, Megyn Kelly was in uh, uh, Vatican City on a vacation with her family. And apparently there was a uh, preponderance of cardinals around there. That usually happens when they're, they're meeting to decide who the next pope is going to be. Now, this is important in context with the international situation we have right now. Putin going up against the New World Order. Because of the prophecy of Nostradamus, the prophecy of the black pope. Now, this is a uh, picture of a black cardinal here. This is not the person who's supposed to be the black pope. I believe that this is just for a uh, purpose of representation. But the prophecy of the black pope states that with the anointing of a pope who is black or dark, uh, this is a herald of the coming apocalypse. Now, this is one of the reasons why people thought that Pope Francis was the black pope, perhaps, because he is dark, okay? He's got an evil, uh, you know, vile wickedness around him. It doesn't matter to me personally whether or not the pope is of, you know, African descent uh, or if it's just the darkness of their soul. But the idea that a black pope could bring the apocalypse that he could be anointed at the same time that we are in the midst of a global conflict between Russia and the New World Order, that to me is a little bit alarming. So I asked myself, 
who is uh, is potentially up to become the Pope if Pope Francis resigns. And it turns out that it's likely a couple of different people, but one of them is Cardinal Peter Turkson. Uh, and then we also have this other, other gentleman, Cardinal Louis Antonio Gokum Tagle. Now, he is Asian. Uh, uh, Cardinal Turkson is a black man. So the question that I have for you is, oh, my God, I'm not sharing the friggin' article. Sorry, guys. I had all of these pictures and I was showing all these things. Here is the here's here's the people that may be uh, anointed as Pope. Uh, Cardinal Turkson, a black man. Is it possible that Nostradamus was prophesizing a black pope in terms of his race, or is it that it was a black pope in terms of the content of his character and his soul? Um, so I wanted to know a little bit more about Cardinal Peter Turkson. Uh, and Cardinal Turkson uh, resigned from his position a couple of years ago. There was a bit of a scandal. Now, he also came out and openly said that uh, racism was driving Catholics from the church. I don't know if that's the case, but I thought what was more important was that he blamed homosexual priests for the current climate of child molestation taking place inside the church. So I think we're looking at two possibilities here. Either Cardinal Turkson is going to be named Pope, and we're in the midst of a potential apocalypse as a result of a war between the New World Order and Russia and maybe some aligned nations, or, and I really hope this is it, Perhaps we're talking about the apocalypse of the church as we know it currently, because uh, Pope Francis has pushed them into this kind of dark liberal territory. Uh, and the idea is that Peter Turkson is a much more conservative cardinal and would be a much more conservative pontiff. But I just thought that it was very interesting that we may have the first African pope at the same time that we're looking at this global conflict. And uh, there have been some times that uh, that Nostradamus has been pretty eerily correct. It said that he predicted uh, the death of Henry II. He also predicted uh, 9-11. He predicted a a number of different things. But regardless of that, Thomas, I don't know. I want to know what you think. So when we bring up like the apocalypse, what is the main thing that is always pushed on us? Fear, fear, fear. That's the, the whole thing. Like if uh, I, I know this may ruffle a few feathers out there, but I'm uh, of a belief that there is no hell. I, I believe that no, there we do not have a vengeful God. Um, I believe in other things, but I will say this: that that's one thing that we always get pushed on us is the apocalypse. Oh, it's happening now! You know, fear monger, fear monger. But if you look at a lot of translations, which I was looking at earlier, like. It also doesn't mean like the death and destruction of the world and, you know, the impending doom. It also means uncovering. It can also mean that the end of things that don't serve us to be or to serve us or the true greater good is the end of imbalance that it's it's looking at things in a new way, the uncovering. So maybe that could be something. uh, Do I think we're going to go into nuclear war? Honest to God, I really don't. I think the deep state can try it. But, uh, you know, if, if there is a nuclear war. It's not going to look good for Putin either. I mean, so many people are going to die. You don't reverse that on planet Earth. It's just going to be like a mass, you know, kill off. Yeah, I just don't see these countries doing that. And, you know, I really don't. I see the deep state trying to do that. But what I what I think is happening is that it's just basically a a breakdown of what we're seeing. I, I think it's just uh, when it, when you're talking about the Pope, when you're talking about the black Pope and you talk about the Vatican and all these sorts of things and how secret everything is more uncovering, right? Maybe we see some of that. And and the fact that 
you know, with the black guy and how evil he looks. And when it comes to the, the faux uh, Christian front that they put out, who else does that? Who also connects themselves to the Pope? Pelosi does. Biden does. They all scramble to Catholicism, yeah. which is very weird to me. Maybe it is an uncovering of some kind. But uh, we'll have to just wait and see at this point. But, you know, yeah. very, good, good correlations, though, that you're coming with. I like it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And somebody in the chat said that uh, Nostradamus used witchcraft. I don't know anything about that. All I know is that he wrote a bunch of quatrains, which, as far as I know, are poems uh, that ended up uh, coming true in, in the future. So I don't know how Nostradamus arrived at those things. And I'm not claiming that he was a biblical prophet. I don't think that he was a prophet. Uh, all I'm saying is that there are things that, that he wrote back in the 1500s that ended up being eerily similar to future events that took place. And I think you're absolutely right about the apocalypse. Uh, I think that it is going to be something that, um, what are we going through right now? I mean, we're essentially going through a type of apocalypse, a shift into something better. Uh, we have things that have happened on planet Earth. The direction they have pushed us into has been evil and dark. And I think that in order to overcome that, we have to destroy it. So yeah, I think that there's a possibility that this might be an apocalypse in a good way. And then, of course, the coming of Christ back to Earth. That, that's, you know, that's something that we're all waiting on, all right? And I think that's something that everybody thinks is a good thing. The only people who don't think that's a good thing are the Satanists uh, that are aligned with Hillary Clinton and uh, Nancy Pelosi and who knows, perhaps even Pope Francis. So this is simply something that uh, I, I saw this earlier, uh, and uh, and I immediately thought about uh, this prophecy, and I thought, well, heck, you know, let's look into it. And so I had a few, uh, about a half hour before the show, and so I threw this all together, and I just thought that it was interesting. Dude, when you were, I don't know if you, you know, if you should read that to uh, to the audience or whatever about uh, how close it was when he was predicting 9-11. You read that to oh. me, and I'm like, how, and we were talking about, like, how, like, almost how precise it was and what he said. Uh, and then we were talking earlier about like, well, where would he get this information downloads? I mean, we don't know, but you know, uh, the, I don't know that he ever made a claim of like how it was coming to him. So I don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, how would we ever know? But the, the, the talking about a steel bird or something that you were talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to it pull it back up. I, okay. Yeah. Two steel birds will fall from the sky on the metropolis. The sky will burn at 45 degrees latitude, and I don't know if New York is at 45 degrees latitude. Fire approaches the great new city. Immediately, a huge scattered flame leaps up. Within months, rivers will flow like blood. The undead will roam the earth for little time. Um, so, yeah, you know, I mean, two steel birds. That just sounds like airplanes, Come on. you know? Yeah. So, uh, you know, just I interesting stuff. And uh, I think that it's, uh, it's, it's worth definitely discussing. So one thing that I did also wanted to I wanted to bring up uh, is considering that it seems like this is an active war that's taking place between Russia and Ukraine. And this is for anybody. Somebody in the chat earlier said, you know, how do we know that Putin's not just going to create his own new world order? I don't think that he will. And I don't think that he wants to. This is based upon things that he said. Obviously, we're talking about a certain amount of trust in an individual. Um, but Putin has been leading Russia in a certain way since he took power. Uh, he hasn't gone out and conquered a bunch of nations. He hasn't gone out and invaded a bunch of countries and imported Russian uh, culture and philosophy like the United States has done and all these other nations. 
I mean, take a look at uh, at Libya. All right. Libya was a thriving, nearly first world country. They had a lot of money. They had a stable government for decades. Hillary Clinton went in there. We came. We saw he died. And now there's open slave markets. All right. So you don't have to like Vladimir Putin. All right. But I'm just saying, you know, let's take a look at the way things have happened. And this is an excellent question. If Putin was such a tyrant, why hasn't he shifted to a wartime strategy? As I said before, you know, Russia has never called this a war. Certainly other nations are calling it a war. Uh, Certainly before Russia invaded Ukraine, there was already a war taking place. And the mainstream media and the West refuses to admit that there was a, a civil war taking place. Russia has gone in there and they have safeguarded the people of the eastern region of Ukraine, the Donbass, the uh, uh, Donetsk and Luhansk. And at any point, Vladimir Putin could have switched into straight on war tactics. Okay, he could have went in there. He could have decapitated Kiev. He could have taken out Vladimir Zelensky, Volodymyr Zelensky. He could have taken out everybody. But instead, he has done it in a slow and calculated manner. It's like President Trump. Do you remember when President Trump uh, bombed Syria, I was uh, I was upset, okay, because I was like, great, President Trump is going to be just like Obama, he's going to be just like Bush, and he's going in there for about 20 minutes. For about 20 minutes, I was upset, until I realized that all he did was bomb a very particular surgical strike. He took out some airplanes. He didn't kill any people, okay, Turn and, and, and it turns out this was a place where they were enriching uh, uranium for Iran. All right. He could have gone into Syria and he could have done exactly what Obama did, but he didn't. And Putin is not doing what most other world leaders would have done. And I think that that to me points to where Putin's uh, if true intentions lie. He doesn't want to rule the world. He doesn't want to take over and create his own Russian world order. He is trying to set the nations of this world free from the clutches of the new world order. Do you see him pushing LGBTQ? No, I don't either. Do you see his country doing bad? No, they've been doing quite well. I I don't foresee him doing anything. Go ahead. The ruble is now trading at like seven times the value of the dollar. Okay. Meanwhile, here in America, the New World Order government that is sitting in Washington, D.C. is destroying everything. I just put out a, a truth on Truth Social this morning. Uh, we're talking about a bunch of different economic indicators. Let me just run through these real quick in case you don't have Truth Social, because this is the state of America, okay? The people of Russia are thriving. What's happening in America? We've got gas at a national average of $4.98. Inflation is at a 40-year high. The cost of food and gas were just reported to be so high soon that people are no longer going to be able to pay their mortgages. They're going to push people out into the streets because they can't meet their basic needs. We've got um, uh, consumer price index at 8.6%. The producer price index at 10%. Real inflation has taken away something like 30% of people's income. We've had zero economic growth, and we're going to be pushing into negative real soon. We're going to be in a full-scale recession. $10 trillion dollars of lost wealth since January of this year. In less than six months, $10 trillion gone. People's 401ks and retirement accounts have been completely obliterated. We are now experiencing food and energy shortages. I heard that there's going to be rolling blackouts down here in Florida. 
We, we went to the store the other night. It was empty, okay? Stores were empty. Uh, and at the same time, Biden is out there telling people that this is a good thing. Because in his mind, in the Democrats' mind, in the New World Order's mind, this is their opportunity to remake civilization, to remake America in the frame of what they want. Okay, so we're looking at two different things. If it comes down to the frame of Russia's lens or the frame of the deep state's lens, I'm going to choose Russia every time. I love my country, but our government is now the enemy of the people in the same way that the media is. Everywhere the deep state goes, it's cancerous. They squeeze and squeeze and squeeze, just like you were saying with Libya, just like they did with Venezuela, just like they've done with other countries. They go in there and they just ruin it. I don't see that happening when it comes to Russia at all. Just like prime, you know, prime examples of what you were just saying. Uh, when it's so, but so when I think about these things, like where do they go? Where obviously they're not going to win. I talked about this, talked about this to you before we went live. When we have the situation of where they're not going to get reelected, they could try and steal it. I don't think that they're going. There's going to be too many eyes. I know we said that in 2020. There are eyes all over it. But I believe that that was allowed to happen because that's just more of an awakening. That's more of an exposure to say, listen, you know, for 60 years, you're you're these machines have been doing this for us. We've we've had this already in the back pocket the whole time. So when we have when Either this is exposure or it's not. Where do they go from here? If they don't get elected, where do they go? They're not well, going to be able to leave their home. Are they going to be arrested or what is it? Do they flee to an island somewhere? Like it's over. Like wh- what happens to them? It's either it, exposure or they're in control, and I don't know which one it is. I absolutely think that what's happening right now is the exposal of the New World Order agenda. I think that this is the only way that we were going to get every single person here in America on board. Right now, we're talking 80% of the nation believe that Biden and the Democrats have completely screwed the pooch. They they have destroyed our country. Uh, The things that they are doing, the policies that they are implementing are directly counterproductive to any possible future we have for us or our children or future generations. Okay. It's an unprecedented number of Americans to be awake and to be fully aware of this evil satanic agenda that is tearing through our nation right now. And it's not new. Okay, the only thing that's new is the awareness of the people waking up and realizing just how screwed we are because people slept. They allowed the deep state to come in gradually over time. And if we're going to take them out and move into a different future, tear down this beast system and build up something new. This is the only way it's going to happen is the full and total awakening of as many Americans as possible. And yes, I think that they allowed 2020 to be stolen. I think that 2022 is going to be a completely different animal. Once we have control of both houses of Congress with true American patriots, America first congressional candidates, and then people actually sitting in office, We are going to control the flow of our nation, and we have to destroy the horrible system that they've implemented. The government is far too large. We are spending way too much money, and they cannot just keep printing dollars. You know, obviously, along with this, we are going to have to destroy the Fed. We have talked about this on so many different occasions. There is no way, Thomas, that we destroy the Fed without tanking the American dollar 
and without moving into some type of different financial system. My fear is that they're going to try to push us into a central bank digital currency. They're just going to have ones and zeros and everybody's going to have a digital wallet. And that's the only way you're going to be able to spend any money. That's why I recommend uh, purchasing physical metals so that we have them here so that when things go bad, we're going to have an actual physical store of value so that we can go ahead and uh, and barter with people. You know, I think that I, I, I have crypto. You guys know that. OK, just talked about it at the top of the hour. Uh, crypto, I think, is inevitable, uh, and it allows us to exchange value outside of the, um, you know, the banking system. You guys, we got to take a break real quick for the second half of the show. We're going to be right back. It's rare to find a remedy that delivers more physical and mental benefits like C60 Evo. Their ESS60 is a breakthrough technology that offers benefits to thousands of customers. I sleep deeper and wake up feeling more refreshed and energized than ever before. I think more clearly, and I feel 15 years younger using this product. They've got a proven track record, and my recommendation, too. Purchase C60 Evo and enjoy the incredible benefits yourself. Check out their website in the description below, c60evo.com forward slash redpill78. Use my special link and my code redpill78 and get 10% off your order. And remember, when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. And uh, to uh, go to that link, it's in the description below. C60evo.com forward slash redpill78. Use code redpill78 to save 10%. When I say that we have to destroy the American system, okay, it's really not the American system. It is the false system that's been put in place by that global criminal cabal. It's their system. It doesn't serve us. Okay. We have to get rid of the Fed. We have to move into a completely new and unknown system. That's the only way it's going to work. And yes, things are going to be difficult. We are witnessing that difficulty right now. There is no way around it. Times will be tough. And that's why I say you got to be prepared. You can't allow this stuff to creep up and bite you in the ass because it will. You got to be ready right now. It's inevitable. It's happening. All right. There's no way around it. We got to be here and we got to be ready for when it does. But after we get through that, once we get to the other side, then I think we're going to have such tremendous times of prosperity. There is just no doubt in my mind. When you think about what we're doing right now, like you're seeing the pullback from from everyone that has awakened gradually where people are getting pulled out of school. They're being homeschooled. People are getting back to God. We got so far away from that. People are outside now building gardens and, and, and doing as much as they can because there's a sixth sense that people know that things are going in the wrong direction. Um, but I, I really believe that we, you know, I think that we do get somewhat away from this whole um, when it comes to technology. I, I mean, not entirely, but I'm talking about being on the phone so much. I feel like we're going to get away from that and get back to one another. We've gotten so far away from just interacting as humans. Yeah. But that's what they wanted. That was implemented on us long ago. Um, I, I truly feel that one once this happens, we burn it down to the ground and build right back up from the foundation. That's the only way that this works from schools to banking to, to food, to everything, because everything that we have been born into has been a complete lie for so long. We don't even know what's real at this point. It's perverted. It's so perverted and it's so blurred. Imagine actually somewhat finding out how we're supposed to live. We are living in a, 
we're basically have Stockholm syndrome. We're basically just doing it because we have to. So I think that once we wake up from this, um, it's going to be very difficult. I don't know if we're going to see the end of this end of this in our lifetime, but we got to fix it now for, you know, the generations behind us. We have to. And that's why they've gone after them. That's why they attacked Generation Z and the one after that, whatever that is, Y or whatever. That's what they've done. They've attacked those generations behind us because that's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. They want to take us all out at once. Not going to happen. So think about it like this. Let's say you buy a plot of land and there's this old cabin on it. It's fallen sure. apart. You want to build a new house. What do you have to do? You got to tear down that old property. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you got to build a new foundation. You got to go from the ground up. You got to plan. You got to make schematics and blueprints. Okay. And you want to do it right the second time around. You want to make sure that there's insulation. You want to make sure that the roof doesn't leak. You want to make sure that every single wall is completely finalized and structurally sound. Right now, we do not have a system that's structurally sound here in the United States, and that's why it has to be torn down. And I say this in the nicest way I possibly can. I'm not talking about going out there and doing something stupid. Anybody else out there is listening, media matters if you're listening to me. I think that we have a system that is uh, perverse, uh, that is not healthy. I think we have a system that's designed to destroy us, that's designed to subjugate us, and that's what I want to get rid of. Uh, Speaking of which, I want to segue, Thomas, into this conversation because, you know, uh, I think what's one of the greatest lessons we've learned throughout this, uh, the entire scamdemic? We we can't trust the medical establishment. We can't trust our institutions. We can't trust the NIH. We certainly can't trust the FDA. We can't trust these administrators that are telling us anything safe and effective. Trust the science. Okay, just another booster. We just got this new study from Oxford, okay? I'm sure you're familiar with Oxford, right, Thomas? Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Prestigious university in the UK. So less than 6%, less than 6%, not even 6% of approved medical drugs are backed by high-quality evidence, okay? Most of the harms and the side effects go unreported significantly underreported we know about theirs okay and i think everybody here has watched the commercials for you know lipitor or i don't know uh name an antidepressant anything that they show on television you know side effects may include rectal bleeding death and dismemberment you know i mean they just go on and on and on just like the worst things you can (laughs) the worst things you can possibly imagine all right these medical studies, I just, it, just in case you guys aren't aware of how this works, the companies that are making these drugs, okay, they're only able to keep them patented for so long. And then once that patent expires, sometimes they can apply for an extension, but more often than not, that's when the drug goes generic. And then once it goes generic, anybody can create it. Anybody can produce it. Anybody can sell it. So then that company has a major loss of revenue because they no longer have exclusivity on it. The only way that they can keep exclusivity and continue to innovate is to create new versions of that medication to improve upon it, to change a molecule here or there, to make it something different. So then they can patent it and have exclusivity on it. And who do you think is doing the medical testing to determine the safety and efficacy of those drugs? It's the medical companies themselves. They are either funding research houses to do it for them. 
or they're doing it in-house, and then they hand over that research to the FDA. The FDA looks at it, and they either approve it or they disapprove it. And either they have to go back to the drawing board, uh, or they, they get to sell that drug in drugstores all over, uh, and they get to make buku bucks, all right? You would imagine, considering that uh, we are so advanced, okay, we're such a first world society, and uh, we have the best interests of our nation at heart, ha ha ha, that they would do a little bit more research on this stuff and produce drugs that actually help us. That actually make us better. But apparently it's just a bunch of garbage that they want to shove down our throats to keep us sick and force us to take additional medications. I was shocked. Okay, now I have not trusted the medical establishment for a very, very long time, but less than six percent being approved with high quality evidence. They essentially have the right to make up their own research studies, Thomas. They can pick and choose the information and then they put these drugs out there. And more often than not, they make people sick, they kill them, uh, they uh, incapacitate them, they, they can, they can uh, make you handicapped forever. There's a, um, somebody out there is going to know this, but there is a, um, uh, an antibiotic that you can take that's frequently prescribed for people uh, that has just horrific side effects. Like it can like basically make you paralyzed and stuff. I, I wish I wish I knew what that was right now um off the top of my head i forgot to look it up before the show um but i think it's the one that they give people for like um it's not the z-pack dang it somebody out here knows somebody out here knows what it is guys uh lisa lisa do you know what which one of the that antibiotic that's like super bad for you that can like basically make you paralyzed and like uh uh, I God, I was just watching something about this the other day. I wish I knew what it was. I'll have to figure it out, and I'll put it in the next show. But my point is the same. Drugs are dangerous. <laughs> and if they're coming from the pharmaceutical companies, they very likely could give you horrific, lifelong side effects. Uh, it is, I think it's the one that they give people for, um, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of names. Cipro. Cipro. It's Cipro. Cipro is bad. Cipro is real bad. Thank you very much. You could basically list like any pharmaceutical uh, prescription drug and it's bad for you. Right. Well, I mean, they could get away with this. Who's going to look into them? You can't sue them, Zach. There's yeah. a, the Supreme Court ruled this. I knew that that happened in 2013. You cannot before 2013 individuals were allowed to sue pharmaceutical companies. Now you can't. <sighs> They can do whatever they want to. By the way, it goes back to what I was saying before, everybody. You can't trust anything. Our world is so messed up and so untrustworthy. Just get away from it. There was, an, there was something that I shared on my show yesterday when it came to – I believe it was uh, – Michael Flynn posted this. And it was a gentleman – I think, believe his name is Dr. Paul Thomas. And he was talking about how – how small a percentage of people who have never gotten a vaccination. I'm not talking about just COVID, but have never been vaccinated. It's like 0.06%. And they're like the, the, a controlled subject. Like they're the, the test subject of what's to come. And if you look at arthritis, you look at asthma, you look at diabetes, all these things happen in people who are vaccinated. Those who are not vaccinated don't have anything. They have nothing. So when we think about when it comes to COVID shots and whatever the vaxes and boosters and all this kind of stuff, how many people out there have not been uh, vaxxed and boosted? Probably 99.8, 99.9% of everyone listening right now. 
what are we going to be? We're going to be the, the, the control subject of, you know, to show what's to come. Nothing happens to any of us. Let's just wait and see how bad it gets for those that that has happened to. You think that just because they can't see, they're not going to hurt you. You can't look at them. They want to slow kill. That's the whole purpose. Yep. Evil people. I don't know what this is. We're either in purgatory or hell itself. I don't even know at this point. But, you know, these people get away with it. And and nothing happens to them. They don't even get a slap on the wrist, Zach. I can't wait for Judgment Day. No, me either. Uh, Both I'm, figuratively and <laughs> <laughs> literally and figuratively. Yeah, oh, literally oh, and oh, figuratively. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so I somebody and a lot of people were saying Leviquin in the chat too. I think that Leviquin, Cipro, they're in the same type of family. Um, but look at those side effects, guys. Look just at those side effects that you can get uh, from taking those. And a lot of people would just take an antibiotic. Okay, thinking that it's safe. It's just an antibiotic. It's not like they're prescribing Oxycontin or something crazy like that. You know, no, these are average everyday drugs that are given to people on a regular basis that can seriously, seriously mess you up. So two different things that people just alerted me to uh, in the chat in regards to Ukraine. Looks like Merrick Garland has just made an unannounced visit to Ukraine under the guise of prosecuting war crimes uh, at the hands of Russian soldiers. Now, Merrick Garland is not the uh, top prosecutor in Ukraine, so why is he going to Ukraine to do this? Uh, It doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe he's going to be advising the Ukrainian Department of Justice, whatever it is. But I made mention yesterday in my interview with Clandestine, that Ukraine has a habit of absorbing former American administrators, former American government officials into the Ukrainian government, uh, which just goes to show you how deeply connected the United States, the deep, clo- the uh, excuse me, the criminal cabal, the deep state, and uh, Ukraine is. Uh, they just immediately tend to go over there and they get a job in government and they continue doing what they're doing, but they have essentially a, a golden ticket to commit crimes over there. Now, We also have an instance of an American construction worker with no military training killed while fighting for Ukraine. Thomas, can you imagine being so freaking brainwashed that you you don't even know how to use a gun? You go to Ukraine thinking that they're going to train you, uh, that they're going to adequately equip you. Remember when that video came out of that guy who who was uh, military trained and he was like, we got there and they gave us like, you know, like a nine mil with like a couple of bullets in it, told us to go fight. And if we didn't go fight, they were going to shoot us in the back of the head. Um, (laughs) Things are bad there right now. And this is how desperate they are. They are sending average everyday Americans over there and they are brainwashed enough to go. I also got a, uh, a flyer from somebody who watches the show that's from Miami. The Miami police department is buying back people's guns for like $150 and they're shipping them to Ukraine. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Okay. How ridiculous is it? People in America are going to give up their Second Amendment rights for another nation who arguably would have had a better chance of defending themselves if they had a Second Amendment. Okay. I'm not giving up my guns. My guns are mine. And 150 bucks for an AR or 150 bucks for a 9 mil for a Glock. Come on, man. No. It's worth a lot more than that. Come on, man. Come on, man. No, I mean, that's that's – a lot but I'm going to be talking a lot about that on my show today is like how many articles we're now seeing everyone where you're seeing gun buybacks 
You're seeing ammunition buybacks. Like they they want to get this away from you. They're trying to slide it in there. So obviously they're going to be pushing more FFs. They have to do this uh, before their time runs out. I'm sure you've seen it in, in your cities. Just look around. There's many articles out there, even, the, you know, not even mainstream media is uh, the only one saying there's other ones out there that are just putting it out there. Hey, you know, you know, you see a flyer down there by your church or you see one at the gym. Hey, you know, you get one hundred and fifty dollars for, you know, a, your pistol over there. You'll get good money for it that I'm seeing so many articles about this now. It's really disturbing, Zach. It is. It is absolutely disturbing. Here's another thing Democrats are trying to do to uh, dissuade you from purchasing guns. Uh, This guy, a House Democrat, has proposed a 1,000% tax on AR-15 style rifles. I think all this is going to do is uh, 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 help people to build their first AR. Just get your parts and put it together. And you you probably won't have to worry about it. But a 1,000% tax, uh, this is, uh, make no mistake, I mean, it's a a reason to stop people from purchasing guns. Nobody would be able to buy a gun. It was a thousand percent tax. So you buy like a, 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 a geez, I couldn't even tell you how much that would be. Um, a thousand dollar AR, a fifteen hundred dollar AR all put together and you've got to pay a thousand percent tax on it. It's insane. There's no despotic government in history who ever allowed their citizens to own guns. OK, the only nation in the world that has the Second Amendment is the United States. We are the last bastion of freedom, no matter how much they have taken away from us, no matter how much they have tried to destroy what our founding fathers put in place. And there's absolutely no way that we're going to give up our guns. Okay, I'm going on the record. I wish I could show you guys my guns. I don't know if it's like legal for me to do it (laughs) on a stream or something like that. But, you know, I love my guns. I absolutely love my guns. And I, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. I'm sure everybody here does. We're all gun owners. I think every single person should be a gun owner. I bought my daughter uh, her first pistol for her 18th birthday. And it's I think good dad. She, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's the thing, man. Like, look at all the other countries where they just took, you know, took the weapons away. They took the Nazis took the weapons away from the Jews. Why? Because they can't defend themselves. They go in there and they take care. You know, they put them on the trains and they send them to the oven. That's what they do. And then you could think about uh, China did the same thing. Venezuela did the same thing. Where do you see the connections here? Like, this is what they want. We are just like Zach was saying, like, we are the last standing. We're the last one standing here. And uh, and by the way, they don't have the balls to go door to door, Zach. I, I don't think that they do. Not at this point. How many guns are there in America? Like 400 million. There has to be something like that. I I mean, there's 300. There's 350 million Americans. I I think that there's a number out there. Someone could look it up in the chat. I, there's like 400 million guns floating around this United, you know, the United States. They're not going to come. They're not going to come door to door. I don't think that. So if you got the means, ammo up because it's gonna. I mean, they're gonna start. You know, if if food's going up, gas is going up, guns are skyrocketing. And I remember this act when um I bought my weapon. Like I um it was during COVID. And the line out the door for people buying guns and ammunition, that's what I'm saying. No no one's trusting the government anymore at this no. point, especially when COVID hit. People are like, no, 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 I, there's something's going on, and I'm going to protect myself and my family. Yeah, so I, I, see pe- 
I see people in the chat making mention. I saw this story earlier that the IRS uh, recently put in um, uh, an order for a whole bunch of ammunition. This happened during the Obama administration as well. You know, all federal agents have to have ammunition on hand. It doesn't make any sense to me why the IRS would even need a gun or why they should even be doing target practice. But you have to have to realize that uh, every single federal agency that has a gun, they've got to go through mandatory training, and I'm sure they have ongoing training. So there will be a certain amount of bullets purchased by the federal government. But the fact that the IRS is buying so many bullets, that is a concern. Um, but I don't think they're going to purchase all of the bullets. You know, I am well stocked and I highly, this is another thing Same. I always recommend people prepare for, you know, every single caliber of rifle or handgun you have, make sure that you've got an ample supply of each and every one of those. I've even got some rare stuff just in case I come across something weird. You never know. You might need to trade it to somebody in the future. Uh, but definitely have some ammo on hand. And there are ways to get very inexpensive ammo. You can get repacked ammo for, you know, probably, you know, 20 cents less than you can get regular ammo. And there's nothing wrong with it. Maybe every now and then, you know, one of them won't work. But you can also repack your own shells. Uh, you know, I have a couple of different friends who every time we go out to the range, they will collect all of the shells and then they'll go ahead and, uh, and make new bullets. Uh, and they work just as well. Especially if someone comes inside your home. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Yeah, paramilitary oh. kicks in your front door. At least you got something to stand between you and your family. So you know, yeah. What are you gonna do? So, anyways, you know, un until the IRS, somebody said maybe they're planning to come door to door and say pay your taxes or else. You know, until that starts happening. I don't think it's something that we need to be super super concerned about. Uh, but again, as long as you're prepared, you have nothing to worry about. How many people here have thought ahead? You know, I mean, we, I, Thomas and I can't be the only ones. I know that there's a bunch of you out there in the chat. Uh, definitely, you have thought ahead. You have prepared. You've done good, Adewan. You've done the right thing. Uh, just continue to do the right thing, and we are going to be fine in the end. All right, uh, last thing I want to talk about today. Some new developments in the Uvalde shooting. God, if you didn't think that it was a contrived, uh, a faked event to begin with, this might do it for you. Remember, Thomas, how they said that they didn't go inside the building for like an right. hour, hour and 20 minutes or something like that? Well, yeah. we have new video that shows that they were inside the building with their bulletproof shields, with their own guns, like 10 minutes after the shooting began. All right. Now, there's also this thing that just came out. The police chief, because he told everybody to stand down, uh, he said that the door was locked and that they couldn't get in. They had to breach it. Well, apparently, he never even tried the door. All right. And, and I don't know if he was even in contact with the guys who went inside the school. So here's the question. Why did they go inside the school and then leave after they knew that there was a guy in there shooting up kids and killing teachers? The only thing that I can think, the only thing that makes sense, is if they wanted this guy to kill kids so that they could use That's it. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. They, could, they, could, they wanted him to kill kids so that they could use it as an excuse to go out to denigrate AR-style rifles, to denigrate Second Amendment-loving American patriots, to take our guns— and to disarm us so that when it came time to round us up and put us on the trains and send us off to the ovens, they could go ahead and do it. But that's not going to happen, okay? Because you guys are smart, okay? And Americans have guns. They're never going to get our guns. 
And I think that once we get past the midterms, once we have a strong America First Congress in place, they will probably do some additional things to ensure that our Second Amendment is completely sacred, stays in place. Maybe we're going to have a decision with the Supreme Court. There's a couple of interesting things coming up uh, in front of the Supreme Court. Uh, there's this guy that I watch on uh, on YouTube uh, because he's a lawyer and he covers Second Amendment stuff. And I wish I could remember his name, but he's real good. He's out in California. So he's uh, very aware of all of the different you know, laws in, in terms of California and other places. Um, but uh, I think that they are very close to losing their death grip on the Second Amendment in terms of what they're trying to do to kill it. Uh, so I think that's good stuff. Yes, mom, blood sacrifice ritual. That's exactly what this was. They wanted to kill those kids for whatever reason, okay? I'm sure that they use that, they harness that dark energy from the deaths of those babies and the deaths of those teachers. Uh, and these police officers have got the blood of these children on their hands. Can you imagine being anybody anywhere near that school, Thomas, and not running into the heart of the fight, running in there to save those children? If I was there and I had a, if I had a gun, if I knew that there was somebody in there killing these kids, then I think that all of those parents, they would have been willing to run in there, even if they didn't have a gun. It's but meanwhile, you have these Uvalde cowards standing outside stopping the parents from going inside handcuffing and pepper spraying those parents knowing that their children are being murdered inside thank god that one woman was able to go in and get her her kids out do you know that the police threatened her with uh, a probation violation if she talked to the press about it did you hear that yeah i did hear that yeah it's disgusting it's it, that's what i'm saying like what what human being does this? What group of human beings would ever like to do any of this stuff? Not, you know, not alone would I ever hurt an animal? Would I hurt a child? Like, or allow this to happen? Like, what are we dealing with? Like, what kind of people are are they? People, man. I'm being serious, Zach. Are these are these human beings doing this? Why would they do this? Are they that blackmailed? Are they that threatened to allow this? How do they go on with their life living with this in their conscience? Do they even have a conscience at this point? That that's the that's the whole thing about this, man. There's so much evil that I don't these guys aren't drones. Like they're not like robots. Like they're having they know what's going on inside the school and then they're being told not to do anything when they know what's going on in the school and then harming the parents trying to get to the kids. That's not human like essence. And there's nothing to that. That Here freaks me out, bro. That freaks me out. This is this is what this is what's going on. They are human. I think maybe some of them aren't, but they don't believe in God. They don't believe in the sanctity of human life. They don't believe that the regular citizens of America are even on the same level as them. They see themselves as American royalty. They're the elites. We're the pledge. A cop? We are cannon fodder, and they don't mind. Those cops, I don't know about them, okay? Maybe they're just as satanic as Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton. Right. Okay? Maybe they were in on it. Maybe that's why they were hired in the first place. You know, we know these things go back years, okay? Yeah. So it's possible that Uvalde was, uh, had the deck stacked with a bunch of, you know, people without souls, okay? But the fact that they were willing to allow these children to be murdered 
It makes me think that they can't be anything less than satanic. They are complicit That's what I'm saying, in it. Dude. They are complicit in it, okay? They don't believe in the sanctity or holiness of the lives of these children or the lives of average everyday Americans. That to make the decision to cuff and pepper spray parents who know their children are being murdered rather than running into the fight, running in there to save those kids, it's disgusting. And yes, uh, you're right, man. I, it's not human. Okay, they are lacking in a certain amount of empathy. It. Yeah. If you, if, you, if you really, like everyone listening, what me and him are saying right now, if you really think about that and you pull back, would, would you ever do that? Would you, can you even imagine someone doing that? Why would they do that? No. Like that, that's so mind blowing to me, man. When you think about it and everything else that goes on, I don't know, bro. Maybe they're Masons. I don't, I don't so know. So RJ Pye is saying they did not cover pepper spray parents. They, I actually saw video. I saw, it. I saw video of them cuffing and pepper spraying parents, RJ Pye. You can find video of it out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, let me just see if I can pull that up. Uh, Uvalde cuffing. Parents, let's see. Let's see. Face down on the concrete in the parking lot. Had her held down. Yeah, I saw yeah. it. Here we go. It's from the Huffington Post. I don't know if you're a liberal, but <laughs> here we go. If you're a liberal, Uvalde mom says she was handcuffed while begging cops to enter the school. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I yeah. There's no video here, but anyways. I saw the video, okay? I saw video of parents being handcuffed, and uh, what I'm going to do is find it and post it on my Telegram, and I'll post it on my Truth Social. You can see it. It's there. It happened, all right? But at the, at the least, parents are saying that they were handcuffed and pepper sprayed. I have no reason to doubt that they were. All right. And there has been uh, so many different things about this situation that's come out uh, that make you question every aspect of it. This is laughable. OK, yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I could play the Lydia. I could play the video with Later. sound. OK, OK. Uh, are you finding it? I'm looking for it. Yeah, Anyways, but obviously it's, it's, it's 202. Scrubbed. It's scrubbed. It's, it's 202. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. I've got we're it good. on. I've got it on Telegram. I've got it on Telegram. All right. right. So anyways, we're at the end of the show, guys. Let me go through the thank yous over here. Uh, the Grouch 79 says, good afternoon, friends. Leanne 63. Hello, Zach and Thomas. Country Girl 368. Thank you, Red Pill, for all you do. Love you, Patriot. Nikki the Greek. Thanks for the cookie. Electric Soul says, happy first day of summer. We'd love to be a part of your personal soundtracks this season. You're already on my playlist. I suggest you guys add Electric Soul to yours. Inside Gino says, good morning. JR was great on War Room this morning. I didn't get a chance to see it. Lou Ann V uh, says, it hurts my heart to think the U.S. is the bad guy all along. Shake my head. It's not the U.S. It's the criminal cabal that was driving the car. Uh, Rise of Tires is just saying, what if Putin wants his own world order and elites in the U.S.? Why not Davos or the U.K.? Uh, we answered that one. Filter Dog 1, thanks for the can. Sean Joe, thanks for the cookie. Filter Dog 1, another cookie. Frank Staint, I hope you had a good birthday the other day, buddy. He says, what's up, Zach? What's up, Nostra Thomas? Good to see you both. Hey. Empress, thank you for the gold pills and the cookie and the can. Filter Dog 1, thanks for the cookie. Empress, thanks for the cookie. Filter Dog 1 as well. CB Joey says, drugs are bad. Okay, Joey, send me a text message. I got a question for you about, um, uh, well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you when I text you. Empress says, I am 72 and absolutely no pharmaceuticals allowed in my body. Amen. Filter Dog 1 says that's 16.5 thousand. I don't remember what that was in reference to, but thank you for doing the math. 
Filter Dog One also says, sounds like infringement. Oh, oh, that's the tax on the AR-15. Okay. Uh, he says, sounds like infringement to me. Country Girl 368, always keep your heads on a swivel, fam. A. Allen, God wins. They are getting sloppy. Uh, Debbie, or excuse me, Smithereen Z, thanks for the cookie. Oh, Debbie Roush just posted the video on my Telegram. So let's go ahead and get that pulled up here. Let me see. Debbie, where is that video? Don't go anywhere. Let's find this video here. Um, Debbie, where... I don't see it, Debbie. Debbie Roush. Guardians of Intelligence, School Choice. I don't see it, Debbie. Um... I see a bunch of things from Sophia White. Did you post it, like, as a comment on my most recent video? Let me see. Uh, yeah, Debbie, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. I really want to play this. I really want to play this. Oh, no, the Telegram video. Oh, d- the video of JR. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking for the Uvalde video. I know it's in the We the Media Telegram, so I'm going to find it. And uh, hang on, let me ask people right now. Do you guys have the video of parents at Uvalde being handcuffed? Need it ASAP. <laughs> oh, I have to go. I'm going to be on somebody else's show at 210. Sorry, I'll find it and post it on my Telegram. Thank you very much. Make sure you watch Thomas at 4, and I got to go. Good luck and God bless. We'll see you tonight. America. I'm going to be on Man in America. I'm going to share the link real quick. Don't go anywhere.